Welcome to the first episode of the Your Extraordinary Life podcast. I am so excited to be here with my dear friend, Amanda. <laughs> we met a couple of months ago, and in this time, we have had extraordinary conversations and experiences together, and I'm so excited to kick off this podcast with her and share more about her story and with hopes to inspire you to live your most extraordinary life, whatever that looks like for you. So without further ado, let's go ahead ahead and dive in. The first question, Amanda, is who are you? Tell me about you and where you're from and your life. Who am I? <laughs> That's a loaded question. I'm Amanda. I am from Michigan. I grew up, born and raised in Michigan. Um, went to school there, went to law school after college, moved to the East Coast, became a lawyer. Uh, I worked as a lawyer for 10 years and I came back to Michigan, uh, and then found my way all the way here to Santa Monica. And now I'm not a lawyer anymore <laughs> to give a preview of what's coming. <laughs> I love that. And so throughout that journey, so obviously you've made a huge change in your life in mm -hmm. this past year. What was sort of that moment or what, in, what went into that decision for you of transforming your life from 10 years of doing what society wanted you to do to sort of that breaking point and then leading to you change your life like what was the catalyst for that yeah so just to let everyone know spoiler I became a meditation teacher so it's it's like the opposite of doing law <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's go back to like how that even happened so I kind of went to law school because I didn't know what else to do like I, I had done really really well in undergrad and I was like well I can go to law school. I could probably go to a really good law school if I tried. Like, and I had always kind of wanted to go to Harvard. Like, it just seemed like the thing, like a good thing to do. <laughs> so when I got into Harvard, I was like, oh, like, I can go to Harvard. I'm going to be a lawyer that went to Harvard. Like, I was so wrapped up in, like, achievement. I had been taught my whole life to achieve, achieve, achieve. So the idea of going to Harvard was like, of course I'm going to go. I never kind of stopped to think, like, is this really what I want or is this the type of life I want to live? So then, you know, your, your life just picks up inertia and it starts flowing in that direction. And to actually stop that inertia and pivot to something else takes so much inner work, so much courage, so much deep uh, thinking. Um, but the way I got here is kind of like little moments that eventually snowballed into like the realization of like, oh, I am living the wrong life for me. Like there's nothing wrong with being a lawyer. There's like nothing wrong with doing law work. It just, it wasn't the life for me. Like I had always, as I was a lawyer, I had always had a deep sense that like I came to this planet this earth for a reason and I wasn't doing it you know I wasn't expressing myself I wasn't writing I wasn't um you know doing the things that really light me up I wasn't being creative with my life so I always even though I had gone to Harvard I had like a prestigious law job at the U.S. attorney's office I felt like I was failing at something like I felt like a deep deep feeling of failure mm -hmm. which is funny because I remember like looking at my therapist and saying like I'm a failure and she was like what are you talking about yeah, like oh no you're checking the boxes yeah like, she's like you've achieved so much and I was like I just feel like I'm failing I feel like something was just always so off and over time that really impacts your mental health so that feeling just grew and grew and grew and then 
one day, it, so randomly, I, I met this, my friend now on Hinge, and yes. <laughs> we went to dinner, and he was like, where do you see yourself in five years? And I was like, you know, wherever the universe takes me, like I had started kind of opening up and stopping like this, I'm going to achieve this and achieve this and achieve this. And so he had this numerology app. And he was like, here, plug in your birthday and listen to this app. And the app <laughs> said to me, like, you know that you're not on, like everything I just told you, the app was like, you know, you're not on the right path. And you know, you were meant for something different, something more. And like, it's time to like, do that thing. And I was like, this app is speaking to me. Yes. <laughs> and that happened three years before I quit my job. Wow. So it had been like a three year period, basically two, three years of being like, okay, I know I want to make changes in my life, but I don't even know where, where to start or what to do. And now looking at me, it's like easy to be like, oh, of course she became a meditation teacher. Cause if you know me, like this is such a part of like who I am, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I think so many people can relate to that yeah. feeling of like wanting to make a change, but having absolutely no idea where to start or how to figure out what they want to do. Oh yeah. That's huge because like so much of us go through society and you had all the checkboxes like you had that harvard law degree you were practiced and you were successful but you had this feeling inside you that was like this is not it and so society pushes so much of us to just stay in that path and yeah. just keep doing it because that's the image of success but for you so you had that three-year transition period where you felt this calling and you knew you had to make a change so what ultimately led you to put in that letter and be like i'm gonna quit and i'm gonna make this change and now you live in la too like you've literally uprooted your life like how did that step-by-step step happen? So for a while I had been kind of doing work on myself. I think like to everyone else, it looks like, oh, these big changes just happen all of a sudden, but actually it was a result of like a lot of working, working on myself, working like I had been really attracted to like doing healing, doing Reiki healing. And when you undergo that process of doing training, you know, you just start getting to know yourself. Like I started taking coaching programs that were aimed at like getting to know your soul. Cause this finding like the path that brings you fulfillment is kind of like a journey back into your soul or into your heart. Cause I really believe that everyone's inner being or their soul like knows what they want to do. So it's really just about getting to know that part of yourself that like you have silenced for so long doing what you think you're supposed to do. Mm. So I started just learning as much about myself as I could, like learning um, like numerology, astrology, human design, like all that stuff just to figure out like, and, and even if you don't believe in this stuff, looking at a set of characteristics and saying, is that me? Is that not me? Can be a really useful exercise. I always also felt like I was a creative person that wasn't creating. Actually, that reminds me, I was reading, um, Glennon Doyle's book Untamed yeah. and I just had an epiphany where I started crying because I was like oh, I'm a writer who doesn't write wow like, so I so you learn stuff like that along the way when you're being when you're open to like looking at courses and self-help mm -hmm. stuff you just learn so much about yourself yeah and also I think that jealousy no one ever talks about this but jealousy can actually be so useful when you're trying to figure out like what you want to do because you look at like who am I 
jealous of. Yes. And when you see that you're jealous of other people, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And you can say like, like I had known a friend who like moved to LA and started writing movies and I always felt like secretly jealous of him. Mm. And uh, then I was like, wait, maybe I want to write movies or write or be in LA, like, you know, yeah. examine your jealousy, examine those like negative parts of yourself that we always ignore. Yes. That's huge. That yeah. took me so long to wrap my brain around. Like yeah. literally in my high school, there was this girl and she was like the loudest girl and she'd always be talking in class and so just expressive. And she annoyed me so much. And I was like, why is she so annoying to me? And then I realized that that was my like silencing of myself, wishing that I had that voice and wishing that I could project in that way. And so that's huge yeah. that, that you at looked at it like that. Who you're jealous of, what you're jealous of. And then also just trying things. Like I actually tried a bunch of different things before I landed on like being a meditation teacher. And what happens is like, you try something and the universe will course correct. Like you have to, like, mm. once you feel like you know yourself enough to like try something new, the universe will like kind of, the thing you try is either going to flow easily or it's not. So like if it's yeah. not flowing, then stop doing that thing that you tried <laughs> yeah. and pivot. Yeah. So like I went through with so many iterations of being like, am I going to be an environmental lawyer? Yeah. Am I going to be the CEO of a nonprofit? I was like thinking about that. Am I going to be... What else did I think? I wanted to open a tea shop. Like, so, but none of those things worked out. And then, like, I literally got to being a meditation teacher because this meditation training program came to me. Like, it's like a process of trying things, but also letting, like, letting it happen for you and allowing it to flow to where you're meant to be. That's so beautiful because I feel like, how did you switch your mindset from when you were trying those new things? And they were in a way failing. Like they, a lot of people are afraid to try because when yeah. they try it, then it fails. And they're like, oh, I'm a failure at that. Yeah. So you try these new things and you're like, oh, this isn't for me. How did you switch your mindset from the failure to the gratitude yes. of it? It's, this is one of the most important pieces. If you are trying to make a big change in your life, it is you have to learn to be comfortable with rejection and failure because you need to try different things to make this change and you're not going to be able to go from like having one life to having a whole another life without like encountering some type of rejection or things not working out or misdirection and you just have to reframe it to like whatever I get rejected from is just leading me to where I'm meant to be like you have to have so much faith that's why it's important to like do inner work to like build up your faith in yourself and your relationship with yourself so that when you are rejected from something like I'm rejected to a lot of things like I've uh, applied for like writers fellowships and opportunities and things that I got rejected from and every time I was just like okay that's not the path for me something else will be mm -hmm. it's like dating too yeah. like eventually you get to the point where you're like okay that's not the person for me but you have to trust that eventually you will wind up exactly. with the person that is yes yeah. and so while you're on this journey and, and you're trying new things and you're failing and some are flowing and some aren't like how do you also tune out those outside voices and those outside judgments from society? Like, did you have people around you during that time, during that three-year transition period who were saying, no, you've got to stick with this, or no, this is the way to go? Like, how do you tune that out and follow yeah. inside? I mean, I still have that. Like, people, like, I think now it's kind of calmed down a little bit because it's been a while since I quit my job. But when I was initially doing it, people were like, are you nuts? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like you're just you don't want to be a lawyer anymore or like people would try to convince me like what about this type of law or why don't you do this or like my mom is always like I'm surely there's a type of law that you will enjoy <laughs> it's like but I don't, I don't want to do it <laughs> 
Um, and it's just being like really, really sure of yourself. So, so much of this is building your self-love and your self-trust. Like it's a huge piece of it because when you know that you're doing the right thing for you, you're unshakable. Like people can't, and I'm not going to pretend that like I haven't been really badly affected by what people have said to me. <laughs> it is really hard, but, but when you know you're on the right path, ultimately you like have the confidence to follow it because you, I was, have been building up self-love and working on myself and my relationship to myself and how I talk to myself. Mm. Like I, I have a whole webinar I do on self-talk because that is so crucial when you're doing something that goes against the grain. Like, how are you talking to yourself? How are you talking yourself through it? Are you saying you're proud of yourself? Are you saying, you know, you're doing amazing? Like no one's, when you're doing something so out of the box, no one's going to be like, you're doing great. I'm so proud of you and recognizing all the courageous things because they don't understand what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And some people do. And that, thank you. That's yeah. it's great when they do it. But so many people are just looking at you like so confused. <laughs> like, what? Is she okay. And I'm sure like once I reach like a really successful point, people are going to be like, yeah, I knew it. Yeah, I've rooted for you the yeah. whole time. Exactly. Yeah. But now they're like, eh. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, that's incredible. And so really your timeline was along like the three years was just before COVID. And then so you yes. really had that COVID period of yeah. transition and, and then making the change. Like how was that time for you? Honestly, COVID factored so much into like my journey and how I ended up here because it gave me a break from work. Mm like going actually physically into the office. I had been going into an office every day since I graduated from law school, you know, 10 years ago. And when you don't have like a break from the environment, it's really hard to make the changes that you need to make. Like I knew I needed to leave my job, but I would think every day, like I'm going to miss like the security officers. How am I going to say goodbye to them? Like, Oh, what am I going to tell all the judges and all this stuff? But then after working from home for a year, I had enough separation from it to be able to uh, to really do what was best for me without thinking about what everyone in the office is going to think. Mm -hmm. And also during COVID, I realized that I don't like going to an office. Like it was so funny because I've never thought about this. I just assumed like, oh, you just get a job and you work in an office. That's like, what you do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, like I loved working from home so much that that was a huge factor in it. I was like, I just not my personality to go to an office every single day. I was always run down by the end of the week, always exhausted by the end of the day because it takes so much energy to socialize all day. And if you're introverted or I just love, I love being home. I love being in my own energy. And I realized I, how much I loved it. And I was like, well, I have to do something because I can't go back to a job that requires me being in an office all the time. And not everyone's like that. That's why it's so important to know yourself and know what you like and don't like. But I think the pandemic in some ways gave people an opportunity to be like, oh, what do I like? Yeah. What kind of life do I want to live? Mm -hmm. Whereas before everyone, I, me personally, had just been like kind of on autopilot, like, again, like following the flow of my life. Yeah. And I, I love something that you preach all the time, especially like this past month, like we've hung out a lot and, and so much of American society is like hustle, hustle, go, mm -hmm. go, go. But you really preach rest and like listening mm -hmm. to your body and getting in tune with that and giving yourself that rest. Yes. How is that? Why is that important? Why should we prioritize rest? 
Rest is like the key to everyone's liberation. And a lot of my thoughts about this have been inspired by the NAP ministry on Instagram. They have, it's the best in Instagram. I've been reading the book Rest is Resistance oh. by Trisha Hersey. And so a lot of like how I've been thinking about rest and hustle culture and grind culture comes from her work. And it's it's like so, so important for like everyone should read this book. Um, but the book talks about how we're so we're grinding and grinding every day like the whole like wake up and grind or whatever it was like it is keeping people from knowing themselves it is keeping people stuck in a system where like we are sacrificing our bodies like when i worked at a law firm in new york like sometimes i would have to be there till four in the morning and people would make fun of me for like wanting to go to sleep at night (laughs) Like, Gosh. It's not even just like I wanted to go home at six. Like I wanted to go home like at night to sleep. Ooh. People would be like, "Oh, you need eight hours of sleep." Like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> Weak. <laughs> it's like that. Like not being able to choose how you are, like how you treat your own body. Like not being able to rest when you need to rest. Not being able to nap. That's another reason I love working from home. I love napping. Mm-hmm. Like just having that time with yourself. It's like. Same with meditation. When you slow down, mm-hmm. you're able to really listen to your inner voice. Mm-hmm. And that was a voice that I had been ignoring all those years on this like a path to achievement. And I think a lot of people are afraid to stop mm-hmm. and listen to their inner voice because they know that what they're doing is ultimately like not maybe what's best for themselves and they don't want to hear it because it is scary Mm -hmm. when you finally confront that like, oh shit, I'm not on the right path for me. Yeah. And it's like it's been it's been hard it's I love my the life I've created and I'm really excited about where it's going but I'm not going to pretend that like every day isn't hard Mm -hmm. absolutely and so you've made the switch to meditation now and meditation Mm -hmm. has transformed your life and now you're transforming others lives through meditation like what is your meditation practice what does that look like for you yeah so I try to meditate every day. Yeah, but I don't meditate every day. Like most meditation teachers are like, yes, I meditate every morning. <laughs> like I just can't. I, I have a hard time sticking to a schedule. So um, just so everyone knows, like you don't have to be perfect at it. You don't have to do it every day. But like I try every day to at least sit down and, and do a meditation. Mm-hmm. And I don't love guided meditations. Like I actually love to sit with myself mm-hmm. in silence, but it can be hard to like start with that. So what I just always tell people whatever works best for you whatever can get you to like sit down and spend time with themselves with yourself is what you should should do at least to start out and there's so many different types of meditation um that you can experiment and find what works best for you I love that yeah but beautiful um, the way I actually got to teaching meditation was so random like that's what I was talking earlier about like just letting something letting it flow Mm -hmm. because I um started teaching meditation in the most completely like organic way. I was on a yoga retreat in Costa Rica and um, someone had mentioned, oh, I really want to learn how to meditate. And I was like, oh, I know how to meditate. <laughs> like, Do you want to like meet before yoga and we can meditate together? And she was like, sure. And then she had mentioned it to a few other people. And so people just kept coming up to me and being like, I want to learn how to meditate too. And so then the next morning there was like, a circle of people in front of me, like wow. waiting to learn how to meditate. So I was like, okay, everyone, this is what you do. Like, yeah. This is how you meditate. And then I guided them through a meditation for the first time. I had never practiced it. I had never tried it. I just was like, okay, close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> but I 
all it came out and flowed so naturally that's beautiful and then people came up to me and were like oh my god i saw a vision in my meditation that helped me you know connect with you know someone who had passed away or someone was like i saw you know they they were experiencing transformation from mm -hmm. meditating for that week and that's when i was like ah oh, like that joy that you get from actually helping people yeah. that was like missing so much from my job because i was doing criminal law which is you're just never really helping someone <laughs> like in criminal law like there's an, it's like a lose-lose for everybody oh. like either like someone's going to jail no matter what happened or it just i never felt like good about what i was doing whereas when i teach people how to meditate and help them transform their lives or even in the coaching i do and i can see people like some of their issues getting better because of something I've told them like that's like the greatest feeling to me yes that's beautiful that impact and that mm -hmm. seeing that like what you're doing is helping transform someone's life yeah it's, it's so beautiful it's insane or even when people like write to me and say like thank you for posting this I feel seen like just the for me helping people feel seen and heard and understood that's why I'm so open on social media about my mental health journey like that's some of the most rewarding things like I feel more proud of myself like for someone saying wow your post made me feel better about my life mm -hmm. than I ever did like arguing in, in these like really fancy courts or like, yeah. anything like that yeah I feel like there's still so much of a stigma online that people try to show up and be like oh this is my filtered and perfect life and and I don't struggle and these things are all good but then when we share we realize we're all going through things and we all have struggles mm -hmm. And how did you sort of like release that fear of judgment or coming up and showing up online and not being that perfect person and being like, look, this yeah. is me imperfectly perfect and showing up as who I am to then ultimately have that connection. Like, how did you get yourself to show up in that way? Yeah. Fear of judgment is something I've continually faced throughout this whole journey. And it's such a huge one. And I feel like it holds so many people back. Um, so one thing I do is like almost every month during the full moon, I really, I work on actively releasing whatever's holding me back and fear of judgment has always come up as, as something I've like tried to release so like energetically I try to release it but also just doing like the mental exercises of like sitting with it like and then not letting it stop me like okay I have this fear here can I nurture myself through the fear and do the thing anyway and I think again the pandemic really helped me with that because when the pandemic hit, like there was such a, everyone had such an interruption and break to their routines that like everyone's creativity was kind of flowing. Like remember that time when like everyone was posting like out of the ordinary stuff mm -hmm. because everyone was just like disrupted in a way that led some people to feel like, oh, I can just post whatever. I'm not like, I'm not in my real life right now. Yeah. So I started this like small Instagram called Quarant Tips to give people mm -hmm. mental health tips while they were going through um, you know, the, the kind of trauma that we were all going through of isolation and loneliness. And that was the first time I had started sharing personal things about myself. So that was only two, three years ago. And I remember being so like, it's funny when you're about to post something personal, the people that pop in your mind that you, that you think are judging you. I'm like, Oh my God, like my, like this person from <laughs> fifth grade is going to see it. And they're going to think this, like we have so much in our heads that we think people are thinking about us. Yeah. And I remember being so, like, it is scary. It's mm -hmm. so scary. I'm used to it now. But when I first started sharing personal things, like, I, I had this motto called just post it. 
and I would just be like, just post it and press the button oh. when I was scared. And and then over time, it gets easier and easier. But now I'm actually able, and you're making me realize how much I've transformed because I went from like being terrified to share any personal details about myself. Like I worked for the government, so I couldn't really share, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, personal stuff. So I went from like never sharing anything to now I'll like hop on and be like, I feel depressed mm-hmm. and that's okay. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, but it, it just gets easier over time. Yes. Yeah. Cause these are all shared human experiences. Yeah. So I think that's amazing. And I love that you show up and I love that you share that. And there's so much like Amanda and I have experienced in these past few <laughs> months from like Tulum and, and the topic yeah. of energy. I feel I could talk to you forever. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that like really, really connected us, I think, was our shared um, experiences with mm-hmm. things going on and energetic experiences that you can't see, mm-hmm. but you can feel. Mm-hmm. And so aside from the meditation and like the practice practices that you have, what tips do you have for people who want to get more in tune with like energy and and things going on around them that they can't see like how has that come up for you yeah I mean energy is real like energy is a real thing energy is everything to me like everything in the universe is vibrating mm-hmm. <laughs> like with energy we, we are all like if you break us down to our most basic like atomic parts like it's just energy yes. and you know things would happen to me on this journey where I'm like I can't explain this with logic <laughs> and yes. so um energy work is I don't know how to tell people like how to get started with it. Like I think mentors have like helped me so much seeking out mentors or coaches. Um, you know, you have to be so careful. There's so many coaches out there and, um, you really want to find like someone that is right for you. But I've been so, so lucky in finding, um, mentors that have helped me so much in understanding how energy works. Cause it's not like you can like go to a college course and like take a course in energy healing or energy (laughs) or like how to release but I just realized that we store so much like emotions everything in our bodies so like figuring out how to release that whether it's through energy work or even like working out or whatever it is that releases is like huge yes that is so huge and something that I want to share that I've learned from Amanda on this topic of energy is that like for this past month, I was sitting in this space of just silence and getting to know like mm-hmm. what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. And you were saying that like all these breakthroughs and everything that I've experienced is from like sitting and from that yeah. silence and like getting to know what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. And then also like like you said, finding mentors or models of people who are doing that, like what you want to do and taking steps to move towards that. Mm-hmm. That's been super transformative for me. So yeah. thank you for yeah. inspiring that in me. Sometimes sitting still if you're especially if you're someone that's used to like go 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 or used to traveling all the time sometimes when you sit still all of a sudden you feel everything yeah like I think you were feeling like everything from your whole year all at once and that's yeah. that's why it can be actually really really helpful to have coaches and mentors because then you can message them and be like I feel a lot of stuff right now and I don't know what it is and they can you know they can no one can really tell you what you're feeling, but they can say, maybe it's this or maybe it's that. What about this? And like, you can figure it out together. So I have loved this conversation so far. Your story is so inspiring to me and especially all the changes, like how you've changed your life in this past year. What is one piece of advice or something that you would like to leave everyone with? I have been through so much and accumulated so much advice. that It's hard to pick one thing, but the most important thing I think is like to 
really get to know your inner inner being like your whatever you believe is in there like your soul your heart who you are on a soul level like that that piece of you holds so much wisdom about your life and what's going to bring you fulfillment and what's going to bring you joy that that's like how you find your path is just going in first like whether it's through meditating whether it's through journaling whether it's just through like going on dates with yourself like starting that self-love journey like no one no coach no mentor anyone can give you the guidance that you develop when you really establish a relationship so i love that so much <laughs> i've learned so much from you yeah. on that journey of self-love and getting to know what's within so that you can show your gift to the world and you're a living example of that thank you and so on theme with this whole series of like my mission is to inspire others to live their most extraordinary lives and that doesn't have to look like traveling the world and backpacking and doing these crazy things it's what that calling is for you and so what is your most extraordinary life? What does that look like for you? Honestly, my most extraordinary life is having the freedom and the space to listen to my inner guidance and do what it is telling me to do, to listen to my body, to be able to give my body what it needs at any given time. Like if my body needs rest, I can rest. If my body needs movement, I can move just to not be stuck doing the same thing every day just because everyone else around me is doing it, to have not only the freedom but the the actually courage to mm -hmm. do what it is that i want to do and be able to listen to that inner voice mm -hmm. that is the most extraordinary thing i think anyone can have and it's even more extraordinary that i now get to help people cultivate that for themselves that's so beautiful i love it i love it you're incredible thank and you for inspiring me too so where can everyone find you where can they learn more about you and follow along on your journey so i the best place to start with me is my instagram um my handle is amanda Merriam j um that's where you can find everything and send me a message uh if you resonated with any of this if you're interested in working together you can message me and i would just love to hear from all of you yeah amazing thank you <laughs> this is awesome i love you thank you so much this is beautiful hopefully you all enjoyed this conversation and i think that's the biggest theme is that like follow your heart follow yes. your dreams and your soul and and live your most extraordinary yes life. <laughs> if you don't know where to start read the alchemist oh <laughs> it's my favorite book about following your path and finding your heart and your passions so good so good mm -hmm. i reread that over and over and i always get like a new little like Me too. Piece. you learn Just so like... much every time you read it yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yay. bye <laughs>